0: We are so excited to welcome our next guest to the Caffeinated Innovation Podcast. We are still recording here from the North Side Innovation Works headquarters. I am also still Pam Eichenbaum on the Business Development Team, and I am always
1: Jen Van Dam on the Marketing Team.
0: Welcome, listeners. This next episode, we are super thrilled to have two guests with us this week. We are welcoming our very own Terry Butler, who is Innovation Works corporate innovation executive terry joined innovation works in i think it was may right april may april yep april sorry and so we've had her on the team for a few months and we also have one of our great partners chris martin from bosch who is here local in pittsburgh and excited to hear about the collaboration between innovation works and bosch and also innovation works accelerators in bosch it's been a long history and good partnership so we have both of them here today thank you both for joining us happy to be here uh so our first question for all of our guests before we jump into the nitty-gritty details of who you are and what you're doing is a real easy question what's your favorite form of caffeine terry we're going to start
2: with you okay well, Pam, you know I'm not a big caffeine drinker. <gasps>
0: I, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Now, I know.
2: <laughs> I'm not one of those people that needs it to wake up. Um, so my favorite form of caffeine is chocolate. Um, Ooh, that's I such a I good one. Tend to grab it around two or three in the afternoon mm-hmm. when I need a little boost. So that's my uh, that's my form of
0: caffeine. I that's like a it. that's a biz dev. Team thing, I think, because I too, at around two three in the afternoon, I'm craving chocolate. And for uh, folks out there, one of our other colleagues who sits uh, right near me, around two three o'clock, she knows it's chocolate time for Pam. And if there's none in sight, it's 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 a problem. So you gotta make it run. a run. It's definitely a team thing. I think we also have a team thing where four of the five of us do not drink coffee on the BizDev team, which is kind interesting. of interesting. Yeah. Well, we all, we drink other things, right? We're but low energy. We are. We are. No, we well, no, no. We're high energy, <laughs> low, low energy drinkers, I guess that's, that's the case. But no, four of us drink tea. Uh, some caffeinated, some uncaffeinated. Some of us Drink other forms of caffeine, soda, coffee, whatever. But four of us definitely do not drink coffee, which is kind of unique to the biz dev team. That's interesting. The marketing team is highly, highly caffeinated, yeah. all <laughs> time, all the well, time. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's just team biz dev. We also yeah. have some other weird things about the five of us that all <laughs> kind of inter, uh, you know, intersect from our own paths. So hmm. it's it's a good team. Mm-hmm. So Chris, your favorite form of caffeine.
3: Um, so my caffeine consumption profile has changed radically in the last uh, last years so That's fine. I was at, oh. uh, i went to school at cmu and of course you know the the, the stereotype is true is all of us uh, dorks staying up all night drinking more pop, then I can even, I mean, literally, you know, uh, leaders on a given oh. day, um, which now just seems absurd. Like not even the diet stuff, like the, reg- I, mean, I don't understand how I didn't like explode from sugar back in the day, um, but our office, we're really lucky. So now we're in the, well, so we were in the South side. Uh, mm-hmm. And so for any of you guys that, um, uh, down there by, uh, the Hot Metal Bridge, there's mm-hmm. um, um, uh, what was it called? Uh, big Dog Coffee, mm-hmm, yeah. which is Ooh. one of the greatest. Coffee. It's I mean, so it, cute it's in there. Exactly. And they literally have dogs, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a, yeah, I'm a dog guy. So um, that, when I moved back to Pittsburgh, on there and then. So that started you know, off of my, my coffee kick, morning, noon, and night. Um, and uh, But now uh, we moved from the South Side into, so now we we're in coffee Mecca. Uh, in the strip district. Ooh. All right. And so, you know, we just have an embarrassment of riches, uh, yeah. down there. La Prima is down there. Dianoia is, uh, is a great, uh, Yum. espresso and, uh, and also Defer. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm fancy pants. I went from literally, literally <laughs> 10 years ago. I didn't drink coffee, not a single drop to now. I am, I am fully caffeinated, uh, by the embarrassment of riches we have in the strip district.
0: Hmm. That's exciting. I mean, look at all those options in front of yeah, you, right?
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I think I drink way too much coffee. I know I drink way too much coffee. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. doing great things. You need yeah, the yeah, caffeine. I, I, I guess. But now, unfortunately, I have become like – I'm like Keurig. I need it. cups, I'm going to go walk over there and spend $3 on espresso.
0: And Jen, what is your favorite form of caffeine this week? Because it always changes. I know. It changes.
1: It changes a lot. Different things. This week – uh since it's summer, I'm drinking iced coffee. Iced coffee until September. That's gonna be. Me. That's me.
0: Although I don't know. Next episode I'll probably have something new. Probably. 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 I know you you jump into new forms of caffeine pretty pretty regularly. Yeah. And then
1: leave I feel bad like I leave them and then yeah. yeah.
0: I have a whole thing of matcha powder
1: on my I don't even want to talk about it. Pam, what is yours? <laughs>
0: So so I, as you know Jen I'm I'm typically a creature of habit with my Earl Grey tea. However, mm-hmm. it is summer and so although I can have lots of iced Earl Grey tea, there are lots of other options out there and I always enjoy a nice uh iced chai latte in the summer mm-hmm. which is really a great way to, you know, to pick me up on on a, you know, Tuesday afternoon when you're a little tired, you've been Working through proposals and reports, and you need something to get you through the rest of the day, that iced chai, it's, it's the way to go. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yummy. Yeah. Lots of milk.
0: Almond it's milk. Some almond milk. Come on. Okay. For all my fellow yeah. lactose intolerant friends out there, <laughs> or vegan friends, whichever, you know, that almond milk, soy milk, oat milk, whatever, you know, it's that that's what keeps it going.
3: You yeah. see oat milk?
0: Yeah. I tried that recently. It's actually it's quite tasty. I
3: still don't understand what almond milk is, either anyway. So I'm 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 highly ignorant with <laughs> like non dairy. Yeah, yeah I, it's <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I think it's just pressed almond yes. juice or something. For if anyone's so an expert oil, on the like almond milk, yeah. let us know. Can, oil, can you tweet a us I know. Just tweet <laughs> us the answer <laughs> <Yeah>. to the <laughs> <laughs> almond milk.
3: The tweet the answer is look it up on I know. Wikipedia. Exactly. Figure
0: it out. Exactly. Post it in the So yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> We want to get into the history first of mm-hmm. Innovation Works and Bosch together, and and really what that relationship is like. So, uh, Chris, I'm going to start with you here, since you've really been building a relationship with IW for mm-hmm. numerous years, and that relationship goes beyond our corporate innovation works that only started in the last year or so. So, walk us through some of that, and and I think even before that, if you can tell us a little bit about what Bosch focuses on here in their Pittsburgh location?
3: Uh, sure. So uh, I'm responsible for our R&D center uh, here. So most of the effort, actually all of our our, our teams here, are around research development and, and engineering. So we have a couple of different units. Um, the ones that I'm responsible for are our corporate research um, entity, as well as the new Bosch Center for Artificial Intelligence that we launched last year in partnership with, uh, with CMU. And that's something that we're really proud of. Um, I think a lot of times here in, in Pittsburgh, we're used to say, playing a little bit of second fiddle to like the Valley or or to New York or Boston. Um, what we're really proud of is that you know we are not a center for AI R and D uh, here in the U.S. We are the. Uh, Center for AI uh, research uh, for 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 Bosch, and now I think you see that playing out more and more okay. uh, for not just for for our company, for, but for other places. So we have no reason uh, to 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 play second fiddle to anybody uh, anymore. So um, we have a number of scientists and engineers. So pretty much our entire team here, um, we're hiring mostly graduate students, PhDs, uh, masters mm-hmm. uh, across our our, our divisions um, in areas of of AI, cybersecurity, and in general this IoT uh, Internet mm-hmm. of Things area. Uh, Bosch is traditionally we are a thing company. We make a lot of stuff. Um, you know, we're also it's 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 still to this day it boggles my mind, right? There's four hundred thousand people that work for Bosch globally, right? Which is just which is just nuts, right? You know, that's it's practically the population of of Pittsburgh. Um, and so, you know, and we 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 employ so many people because we make a lot of those things ourselves, yeah. right? Where where we we own factories, we operate factories. Um, and so, some of the things that we're, we're, we do too is about managing that, trend or how are we going to manage that? When we talk about digital transformation, that's a, that's a kind of a, a scary. Term for a lot of companies, mm. but it, it's really impactful for us as we manage that transition from being a thing, not just a thing, where we sell you lots and lots of spark plugs, uh, but then also you know the digital services uh, that, that that come along with it. And so it's really exciting because our team works on a really broad remit mm. uh, of, of what that of what our future portfolio will be. Again, it, it's a hundred billion dollar company. You know that's that's it's yeah. it's really an amazing. Uh, we're very lucky that, that we get to uh, shape the future of technology for Bosch. That's what our our motto is. Uh, so that's what we do here uh, in Pittsburgh, over in our new office. Well, actually, I guess it's not that new. It's three three years now. Uh, <laughs> now that so we're, we're in the strip, um, which is also that's a totally different uh, conversation. But to think of even three years ago, you know, there were the, yeah. the, the, the buildings that are. I mean, our building wasn't there three years ago. You know, yeah. or four years ago, and now, you know, all of our neighbors in the, in the strip are all, all all brand new. So that's really crazy. Um, yeah, the relationship with IW goes back. Uh, actually, I don't even know how long. Um, uh, yeah, what was your years? first
1: introduction to uh, us? You know,
3: honestly, I think it was interesting what you guys were mm. doing. I, I, honestly, it was probably about 10 years ago. So I, I was um, living uh, living in Germany working for Bosch in, through 2012. And when I came back, um, it was just like, hey, so what are you guys doing? Um, honestly, we were just talking outside there too is I must have – Clicked on the alpha lab gear application page, right, like about fifty thousand times, yeah. like oh, I should totally do this, you know all that kind of stuff, right so just you know uh, th- that was in the in the sort of the nascent stages of figuring out you know how mm. corporates and accelerator programs would work together, so Bosch sponsored a program in the u k which was it eventually became techstar's uh techstars run program, and I had a privilege of being a, one of our um mentors and advisors and part of that program. And then of course, when we have it right here in Pittsburgh, I said, Hey, you know, maybe there's a chance to get involved with that. So, um, I think the earliest, most practical ones were just to be, you know, a mentor, uh, within, within gear. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then a little bit more concretely than we started to be, again, something that we're really proud of. And looking back, it was really crazy. Like the, the launch of the the hardware cup, yeah. which I think is five years mm-hmm. now, five years, five yeah. years for a hardware cup. Uh, Pittsburgh based company winning this year mm-hmm. proud, proud for, for the that. first time. Yeah. For the first time, which is amazing. Right. Um, and actually the, 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 the founder of that company was my intern in Germany back in 2012, oh, wow. yeah, That's like, so uh, which is really, I'll talk about Pittsburgh. Shout Texas. out to Patrick. Yeah. Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, also lots of good Patrick stories for you, uh, mm-hmm. if anybody's interested in that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it just kind of started, started from there and has blossomed and, and you guys, and everything that, I mean, innovation works just runs so many great programs. Um, And, uh, you know, that's kind of maybe the the time to throw it over to to Terry a little bit. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of a number of different touch points. It started a little bit more, you know, a wannabe entrepreneur that uh, uh, just admiring what you guys are doing and then some more concrete opportunities to take advantage of what we both bring to the table.
0: That's great. Well, yeah, that's a great segue, Terry. So tell us a little bit about the one, your background, of course, and what the Corporate Innovation Program is the goal is of what it will do here with Innovation Works, and then also with the corporates like Bosch and others in the region.
2: Sure, yeah, I'm glad you started with Chris on the historical question because I've been here two months, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> I did not have that historical background or knowledge. Uh, prior to coming to Innovation Works, I worked um, at PNC's. Um, corporate enterprise innovation team uh, running programs there to help create a culture of innovation and entrepreneurs within the organization. So um, it was a natural move or progression to come over here. So I'm really excited um, to be leading up the corporate programs and initiatives here. Um, So what we do is we really act as um, a a catalyst for corporates um, to – Uh, collaborate with the startup community in Pittsburgh. Um, So our focus is really um, on the startup ecosystem in Pittsburgh, but we bring in corporates um, from, you know, all over the country and even globally. So and Bosch is a good example <laughs> of of that even though they're located in our backyard they're a global company so and so um some of the the programs that we run and that Bosch has taken advantage of are one is called a reverse pitch and innovation challenge um and Uh, What that is, is instead of um, startups pitching to uh, corporates to uh, seek first customer um, or paid pilot opportunities, it's the corporates who are saying, this is our challenge, and this is what we we need help on. And it's up for the, to the startup community to submit their ideas um, that satisfy that challenge. Um, and we're working with a division of Bosch um, called SAST Safety, and Security Things on um, the latest uh, reverse pitch and innovation challenge. Um, and so it closes actually today. Yeah, today, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> tick tick tick. And uh, we've gotten some. We've gotten some um, good good submissions. Um, so yeah, so we're excited about it and looking forward to scheduling those uh, pitchbacks
0: uh, yeah. with uh, with the SaaS team. That's great. And I feel like I heard something recently that we're going to be doing some other reverse pitches? Is that the case in the near future? Yes, um, in partnership
2: with Thrival, mm-hmm. uh, which is happening September eighteenth through the twentieth, we are going to be. Um, that is our next reverse pitch opportunity for companies. So, um, if anyone is interested, if any corporates are interested in presenting a challenge to the startup
1: community, we I'm all ears. That's great. <laughs> so, I think this is a question for both of you, but on different ends. So. What are the benefits for um, startups and corporate organizations to work together? So, maybe Terry, what are some of the benefits for the startups?
2: Yeah. So, for the startups, it's really an opportunity for them to write, um, so, test the, the, um, Market viability of you know what it is that they're working on. Um, first customers is what we hear a lot from our startup community, um, and that's really important. Um, and so uh, for startups, it's an opportunity to get first customers. Funding is also really important for start the startup community. I don't. I'm sure you guys have, um, the. Entrepreneurs that you interview say that all the time, um, and so a lot of times these come with paid pilot um, programs um, and opportunities. So um, those—that's what's um, the benefit from the entrepreneur side. I don't want to speak for Chris on the benefit <laughs> of the corporate side. So why don't I kick it to you on that?
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that um, it's 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 almost it's kind of obvious to some degree, right? because like, we're the, the challenge to us is to just sort of open up and admit that oh we don't know everything right, right. and like that's okay what? right you know and and so in in this case you know if if i think back so why we participated in this is is I think this sort of swimming in this the pittsburgh uh, entrepreneurial ecosystem for so long i 've just gotten a chance to learn from so many great people from we were just talking again outside um, Don Morrison from blue Tree allied angels he 's been harping on this idea for i mean i don 't know for how many years for as long as i 've known him right like guys come on open up bring bring the challenges and and they know so many entrepreneurs who will can help us you know solve these. These problems, um, you know, we hear um, that the first customer uh, you know, uh, um, uh, opportunity, right? You know, the number one thing that I always hear from Sean Amirati over at uh, i think it was wearing a CMU hat, but um, also at Birchmere, right—is like, you know, it's it's great the team, the idea, whatever. But if you show me that you've got a paying customer, even one, right? Like that zero to one thing, right? Like that's 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 a, a huge thing. Um, then then ultimately, I think from you know the the the—I guess I'm talking about the the, the startup thing, but we've this product we're sort of addressing the product market fit thing right like it, like here's the market here's the here's the you know we're, we're telling you that we will buy this from you basically um you know for us is is about again i think it's just recognizing that that, that we can't do everything um and in in this case it's uh, you know i'm really proud of the, the the region that we work in there's just so much innovation p- capacity here Right, it's unleashing that innovation capacity and being able to take advantage of it. So, you know, for this, these, these pitchbacks, I'm really excited of what will come out of it. You know, we talk about bringing in. Yes, we're local, but the the, the global head of the, of the, the the responsible for the for the SaaS team, you know, is coming in to hear the you know the pitchback, wow. right? I know. And no so, like, pressure. which is yeah, no, I mean, so it's it's honestly also it's it's an opportunity to say like, look, you know, we have an amazing opportunity here to tap into even not you know our, there's our core team which the SAS core team here, but then, you know, everything, you know, ar- around that here. So, um, for me, it's also just a chance to showcase, you know, all this, this, the capacity, the envision capacity of our region too.
2: Yeah. And I'm glad that you said the the thing about, you know, we don't know, ev- you know, everything, really? mm. but, and I think there's also a realization within, um, you know, the corporate landscape of evaluating, do we build this or do we buy this? And so, um, if, if it would be more cost effective to buy it in in terms of a partnership or a collaboration with a startup versus, you know, hi- finding the talent, hiring the talent, and then all of the other resources um, that are needed to build something, um, you know, it could be more um, efficient for a corporate to look to a startup for partnership instead, so... That's the other huge benefit for corporates in in terms of open innovation. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Your, your listeners can't hear me nodding furiously. That was, that was <laughs> very, very, very well said. Yes. We're all nodding. We're all nodding. Yes.
0: So what is the protection, though, to the startup, right? So the startup is creating something that the corporation is going to use. And I'm sure this is a question, right, that many startups probably do pose at some point, is how is their intellectual property, what they are creating for the corporate in a situation of a reverse pitch or – in some other situation, right? How is that protected and how are they then able to succeed through that relationship?
3: Uh, I'm married to a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. So some of it is, is just, you know, you you, you got to, with any company or anything that you're forming, I mean, you've got to take care of that. That's you know, mm-hmm. on you, mm-hmm. right? To In order to do that and get that, that, that set up, um, you know, period, right? So you, you have to protect yourself. Um, I'd like to think that if we're going to participate in this and let's just blunt, right? Like if we come and steal somebody's idea the first time we get pitched at, I don't think we're going to get a whole lot more pitches coming our way either, (laughs) right? So I think you have to be a good Actor, I'm hoping that our relationship and our presence. I mean, again, something else I'm super proud of is you know this is the 20th uh, anniversary of us setting up our research lab here oh, in, in wow. Pittsburgh, right? So, um, if you go to the the HQ Pittsburgh uh, website uh, that I think the Allegheny Conference put together for the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the for the Amazon pitch, um, right? There's a timeline, and you know all the way on the left, you know is is is, is Bosch, you know, on there. So there weren't a whole lot of large corporates setting up labs uh, here back in the in the late 90s, um, and so I'm hoping that that we have a, a positive reputation in in the region. Uh, That's only speaking for for us. Um, So, I mean, yes, you have to have your own legal whatever ducks in a row. On the other hand, you know, I, I hope that people believe that, you know, we, we've been here for a long, uh, long enough time that, you know, we, we want to be a, a good partner. And, and I th- and I assume we'll kind of get into that, but we also have a, a track record, a little bit of a track record now of working together with startups mm-hmm. um, where it's been, there's been some win-win stuff there that people also will hopefully believe that in our case, we're not there to yoink. Yeah. Steal their stuff.
2: And we always advise when uh, both the corporates and the startups not to um when before you, you have contracts and the lawyers get involved, um, to not discuss anything proprietary. Don't discuss things that people wouldn't learn from you like by being on your website or you know, those sorts of things. So um, so yeah, that's what we tell them in order to protect themselves. Um And, um, you know, I think it depends on the negotiations of, you know, how to protect the intellectual property. In a lot of cases, I know that corporate partners basically license um, what they're using versus, you know, having to, you know, deal with – the ownership still stays with
1: the startup and the intellectual property still stays with the startup. So So, I think you alluded to this a little bit, Chris. What are some of the success stories of, of having worked with some startups here?
3: So there's a, uh, probably the most famous one, uh, I would, I would say is, uh, our partnership with Astrobotic. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if they count as a startup anymore. They, they should kind of, they, I mean, once yeah, they you go better, to the
1: moon. Yeah.
3: Well, that, that's the thing <laughs> is they, they haven't been to the moon yet. And, yeah. and so I, I'll, I quote their, 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 their CEO on this is they're a space company that hasn't been to space yet, mm. right? And so the first time that they are going to space is our project together with them, the, oh, that's the, awesome. the, the Sound C mission to the International Space Station. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, they have a larger vision of going to the moon, mm-hmm. um, but then, you know, they, you also have to, Keep the lights on and 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 pay the bills, mm-hmm. and there was an opportunity for us to showcase some of the technology that we've been uh, developing right here in, in Pittsburgh on artificial intelligence and 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 machine. Um, People talk about about machine vision or computer vision, and this is around machine hearing, right? So being able to understand what the operation of the the space station by listening to it effectively. Um, And so, you know, that's been a really, really awesome partnership, right? Like if anybody's ever been through a NASA design review, it's kind of as scary as it sounds. And so having them conduct that basically for us, with us, uh, with our engineers in the room, because they've done it before, um, you know, we couldn't have done that without them right and so on the other hand like they wouldn't be going to the space station without us right um and so that's a really neat partnership and and uh, now they've moved but you know we were literally running across the street to meet with each other right when they were over in the strip district um and that was a really great pittsburgh thing right and and now you know that was uh uh something that we 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 featured at our our big uh, ai conference um at the end of last year and continue to 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 really uh showcase you know that, that 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 partnership um you know so that's one and also um, we're talking about um, well the hardware cup and and uh, yodel labs uh coming out of the Hardware cup right the, the the founder um was my intern in germany uh <laughs> way back in the day and you know we worked together with them and you know we're, we were one of their first customers uh as, as well so uh we try to be um, there's can't not all things to all people, but you know there 's been a couple of examples whether it 's yodel astrobotic uh module uh that 's another um alpha lab uh, uh, that was a gear company um so trying to trying to work together with startups as, as best we can.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more about your relationship with module?
3: It started last year when we um or no I'm sorry this, this year was the future of housing uh, event that we we co-sponsored um but it, it, an opportunity they brought us last year is um during one of their first um not the first but one of the first houses um we had the opportunity to outfit it with with Bosch appliances um and so and it looks Looks awesome, by the way. Mm-hmm. If anybody has a chance, to, been, I mean, yeah, it's it's it's, it's really, I mean, not not just the appliances. <laughs> I mean, no, the whole whole thing is is amazing. Um, but um, yeah, so it just kind of to 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 showcase. I mean, if you look at you know Bosch, uh, you know. We, uh, um, we make a, a, a huge range of different appliances, so Bosch, Thermador, Gaggenau, um, and so it, and it very fits fits very much together with that the, the ethos that that, uh, that that module says is like you know the the house you need now, right? So maybe you start off with one range of, of Bosch appliances, and maybe move to Thermador or Gaggenau, whatever, and you know it 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 really kind of stood, it, it I don't think there's a really good fit uh, of the market that they're, um, that they're exploring and, and the kind of things that, that, that we look at, you know, part of our remit is, you know, we're very technology focused, um, um, organization, but, you know, there's just as much about, you know, business model innovation. Uh, and I think that that's also what they're, what those guys are, are pushing on it as well. So um, yeah, actually I was with Brian, um, Brian Gaudio, the, the the founder of Module in, in Geneva a couple of weeks ago and for the UN AI for Good uh, Summit, the, the Pittsburgh big Pittsburgh delegation. So we were, we were doing awesome. some scheming over there
0: uh, <laughs> as well. Well, that's great. Well, actually Module is one of uh, the other episodes that we're airing this season. So you'll be able to for our listeners you're you're getting a glimpse of module from a few perspectives both from Brian's and also now from Chris's so thank you great plug
2: You know, funny story. My first day at Innovation Works was actually spent at the Bosch R&D Center in Pittsburgh at the Innovation Roundtable. And you were talking about the partnership with and um and going to space. And I came home and my husband was like, how was your first day? And I was like, oh, you know, just talking about going to space. It was, you know, it was like one of those pinch me moments. It was awesome. (laughs) But that's
1: happening here in Pittsburgh, you know. So what does a day in the life of our corporate innovation executive look like?
2: (laughs) Good question. (laughs) Um, You know, no, I think everybody answers this question that no day is the same. Mm -hmm. Um, Same. um, For instance, recently we went out to Sheets to see their um, corporate headquarters, their distribution center, uh, some of the innovations that they've um, uh, done there, and uh, they – hired a innovation director or officer and, uh, wanted to talk to them about, uh, what their business objectives are and how we can help them solve, um, some of the the things that they're looking to do in the next, um, 12, 18 to 24 months. Sometimes it's, um, you know, working with out-of-town, um, corporates uh, who want to do site visits here, uh, coordinating visits with um, either Carnegie Mellon University, um, bringing them to our accelerators, and then understanding what it is that they are looking for and then introducing them to some of our portfolio companies as part of that. Um, so that's just some of the things that <laughs> I would do in a typical It's just day. one day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never a dull moment. No. <laughs> no. So, as you've been navigating over the last several months, the the corporate innovation program, is there something in particular that you're looking to really bring to the table from your from your background and and some ideas that you're hoping to really kind of make this a unique program that ideally other entities like Innovation Works and our accelerators nationally could could mimic and emulate.
2: Um, that's a great question, Pam.
0: I would say that um you
2: know, to leverage the strength of our accelerators, um they are you know top notch um ranked you know top 10 in the country um, in some cases. And so I think that um, we should be doing more of that uh, with corporate partners. So, um, you know, do we start to look at, you know, a retail-specific accelerator? Do we start to look at a fintech-specific accelerator? Um, and tapping into some of those um, strengths of innovation works. I also think that the reverse pitch could could be um, a marquee program that others could um start to emulate. So, um yeah, so I think that would be the the two things.
0: I love the reverse pitch. I know yeah. we've spoken about very cool. The the concept a few times even relating it more to civic and community uh issues and how local statewide governments keeping it more manageable than than nationally speaking you know you could really take these concepts and ideas from let's say a municipality right and and i understand it's not a corporate per se but something that you and i actually could work on together more specifically of what's the issue and how could a startup then come in and change and and create a solution for that problem and i know there are programs that are in existence that attempt to solve that from a very first approach but not really the first customer and not something beyond the the trial if you will. And it really sounds like with the process that we're using from the reverse pitch program that we had here at Innovation Works in the spring and early summer, the goal is to actually implement this and to not just use it as a as a tester but to implement the the solution that's created. And so I I feel like that could absolutely be translated into so many spaces and So, from all of our uh, local municipality friends and uh, maybe even the city of Pittsburgh, perhaps it's something that we want to consider leveraging at some point because I think we've learned a lot from Bosch and the other corporates uh, and what the benefit would be uh, from solving, to solve a challenge rather. And, Chris, from your perspective, of course, having worked with IBW and a few different aspects in the last 10 years, as you said, are their processes and pieces of this relationship that you think could really be emulated nationally.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'll just build on what what, what Terry said. Is I mean, I think. You know the programs. You know my, the way I came to IW, right? Is what I mentioned in the beginning. You know uh, Alpha Lab and Alpha Lab Gear, right? Like full marks to 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 the to the, the, the startups that have gone through the programs. The people running it. Um, you know, poor Alana, I poke on her for anything and and everything. You know, and whatever. Um, sometimes I, I stop bothering her and go go right to Rich. But you know, <laughs> you know those those are those are it's an incredible foundation that that uh, that. Um, that we can build off of, you know, here, and it's something that, that I think the region in general is really proud of, you know, what they do, and and um, I think technically is is uh, the Hardware Cup run by Gear or is it run mm-hmm. by IW directly, right? I mean, by so gear. if you even look at like the the, the things that have kind of sprung yeah. out of those mm-hmm. as well, um, you know, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I, I think we have a lot to be excited about too because it's 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 just it's fantastic there. And again, and I mean, we we're just getting warmed up with this uh, Innovation Challenge stuff. I mean, I'm actually not aware of something. I don't think my organization in the U S has ever done anything like this before. Right. You know, so, um, and, and I think we've thought a lot about it or talked about it, but did we actually do it? I don't think so. And now, so this is the first thing, you know, and, and I think it's going to, I certainly also understand that it requires a little bit of like, it's going to take some time to get it going, right? right. So you know, let's, let's let's think critically about the results that we get out of it. And I'm also excited to see the pitches, um, but I think it'll take also because people don't are like, wait, this is actually happening. This is serious. Like this is the thing. Um, you know, I think that there is a lot that we as the region though can learn from other benchmarks. Or I mentioned I was in. Um, Uh, Geneva is part of the Pittsburgh delegation that went to the AI for Good Summit. Um, You look at what other regions, for example, like Montreal, uh, Montreal International, that that is an incredible association that they put together in terms of a regional economic development effort. Um, And that's why I was excited with you guys, with Innovation Works partnering with the Allegheny Conference and some of the open innovation Uh Uh, work uh that 's happening here too As i think um i think i think we've got a strong game here um but you also see other regions around uh or in it's even just in north america that are that are really uh, they're they're really stepping up too so we can we can we can continue to learn and continue to get better
0: that's awesome. great thank you that's great so recently i know IW partnered with Bosch on uh what was it I think the State of Hardware event and it was in June and one of the pieces of the event uh with another partner as well that came in from you know another city was the the entrepreneurs who attended had a chance to tear down a product and Bosch provided those products and I think they were routers right and so I'm curious Chris from your perspective what was that like and and what what do you see the future of that and then Terry I know you weren't able to join us at the event, but just from kind of the debrief and what we're thinking long-term IW standpoint, how do you see that fitting into your plan for the corporate innovation program? Does that relate beyond just a hardware product? So, Chris, we're going to we'll start with you.
3: Sure. Um, and so a, a little bit of a clarification to on that. So we, we gave power tools. So uh, the, the routers that Pam mentioned was not like a Wi Fi router, no, but sorry. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, when I first also shared it with those guys, they're like, no, no, no that's not wifi. It's an actual yeah. power tool. Um, yeah. So it it was really incredible. I was really impressed. I mean, I think that there were probably, I don't know, maybe 40, 50 people that joined. Oh, yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah, it was, it was 65. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cause I mean, there were, I think we, we took apart eight, where I think no in the end I think there were 6 or 7 teams or maybe there were even eight teams that that that, that took the the, the the router apart, the power tool apart, uh, and then gave constructive feedback in terms of, hey, this is how I would increase the performance, the reliability, or reduce the manufacturing cost. And there were very simple, uh, simple uh, um, suggestions to like, hey, here's ways that you could use fewer fasteners and potentially replace it with you know more in- industrial ad- adhesive. To something you know, very, compl- very complex very uh, complex understanding of like, hey, this is like the uh, uh, you know you could use a more modern manufacturing technology around replacing this metal sheath with something this this polycarbonate type of thing and i 'm just sitting there in the in the audience uh, and and again, this was an evening event you know at at you know af- after a work day and the amount of of brain power that people were 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 throwing at this thing was really impressive um so uh, you know if if you guys do it again I'm, we would love to 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 partner with you um we were just sharing a little bit about you know the type of stuff that my group makes or more advanced prototypes typically you know and if that's the type of thing that that, that your community that the hardware community here would be interested in in experimenting with and giving us again more of this amazing constructive feedback you know we would we would love to do that going forward
2: Yeah. And so because of the success of that uh, event, we're now offering that as a program as part of uh, under our corporate programs umbrella. Um, So um, yeah. So if anyone has an interest in I think it, it, it's going to be really beneficial. Um, I know that the the routers were were not necessarily something that you guys were looking to innovate on. Um, but if you are kicking around um, a beta test of something, whether that's hardware or software, um, you know we can certainly get folks in a room um, to kick it around and give some feedback, um, as Chris was saying, constructive feedback on it um, on how you could make it better, more efficient, um,
1: you know, better designed for the user, um, all sorts of those sort of things. So I'm always thinking about our startups and and our listeners, our startups um, and folks who are interested in this community. So I'd like to hear some advice from both of you on for startups who are interested in getting involved with a corporate. And um, so Terry, like your advice for startups who just are interested in touching base with Bosch. What should they do? How should they reach out to you?
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, they can reach out to me, you know, via email. um, And I can talk about, um, you know, talk to them about what it is that they're looking for. And if I have, you know, contacts, I'm happy to share those. Um, And if not, I'm happy to look for them. Uh, One example of that was, um, you know, for uh, I think Yoda Labs is looking for corporate partners at Target, Home Depot, and Lowe's. And we don't necessarily. Have contacts there, um, so I was working LinkedIn, and this morning I just had a conversation with the head of um, partnerships at Lowe's. So um, yeah, so uh, I'm here to work for for you for this for the startups. Um, some of the advice that I would say, um, the biggest piece of advice I would say is just to have patience. Um, you know, <laughs> I think Chris was saying their organization is the you know has the number of employees is the four hundred thousand Pittsburgh, right?
1: That's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that in a
0: very positive way. <laughs> uh, I, I, that's, <laughs> wow. We're a team of 30. That I know. <laughs> How many times? I can't even comprehend 400,000. Like, whoa. Yeah. You could have your own city.
3: Yeah. That's I mean, it, it, I mean, just on a very practical level, it's like, oh, hey, do you know this person? No, no. I very likely do not know this other <laughs> one of my 400,000 Bosch colleagues. Um, so, yeah yeah. Anyways,
2: yeah. yeah. I came from an organization that had 50. Fifty five thousand, yeah. and I it was very difficult to navigate. Um, so I can't even imagine. Um, so I would just say patience, because you know they're used to working in a very nimble group um, where a decision is made, they act and they go. Um, it's very different in the corporate world. Um, you know, one person could say yes, but then they have to go to the next level, and the next level, and the next level in order to get approvals um, and consensus building. It's just an art form in that size of an organization. So um, I would just um, ask them to have. Patients and I know sometimes they don't have the luxury of that, um, but uh, you know sometimes it could take nine nine months a year to to get um, you know something going uh, with a corporate. So that that would be my advice. Chris, what about your advice?
3: Uh, my advice would be to take Terry's advice. Um,
0: <laughs> that's simple. You yeah, know, that's fine. Um, I mean, it
3: is you know it's it is a, not I don't want to say you know, something like an art form or, or something. like that. You know, we're not. The, I'll, I'll just point the figure at me, right, at, at our own team. Um, we've got, we've had some good success stories, and there's also been people where I'm like, oh, I missed this opportunity or not getting back. Um, again, person, I'm the wor- world's worst emailer ever. Um, but part of that too is just the the volume of people that are trying to kind of uh, that reach out to us, you know, all with great intentions and opportunities. Um, I think that working together with an IW or with Gear or whatever, right? You know, we have a level of trust. Again, I'll just point the figure it, at, at Bosch, right? We have a level of trust with IW or and with with um, you know, I mentioned you know Alana Diamond at, at, at Gear, right? If if she comes to me and says, "Hey, you need to talk to these guys," or you know, "Please give me a hand with this." like, yeah, I, I will do my best, certainly, rather than just sort of a, 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 general, a general LinkedIn cold call or something like that, right? So not to, I mean, I don't want to say that a funnel, you know, through IW right. or whatever, but I mean, you guys know the right people in town to talk to on the corporate side, right? You can make the right introduction. You can make it meaningful for both people on, on the side of the conversation. So I think navigate, my advice is, Um, and and not to, not to offload my responsibility, but you know, my advice is to talk to the pros and you Mm -hmm. guys, people affiliated with Innovation Works, you guys are the pros. You guys can help coach people, the entrepreneurs out there on how to ask, whom to ask, when to ask, you know, all that stuff. Um, I think there's a, there's resources here in the region that, well, I mean, all you guys in the room, I mean, this, we didn't have this 10 years ago. Um, you guys can help. You guys do help.
0: The great advice from both of you. I, I appreciate that you're both really suggesting to tap into the existing contacts and networks that you know the startups are building. Before we close out, most important question, of course, how do folks find you? Whether it's on LinkedIn or maybe not on email, <laughs> uh, <laughs> on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on on what what medium? How do folks find you if they want to connect? Uh, respectfully, of course, but how how would they uh, how would they find you?
2: Yeah. So for me, I can just give, I'm happy to give out my email address. I wouldn't suggest that for Chris. Um, but uh, you can reach me at, uh, tbutler at innovationworks uh, dot org. uh, I'm also on LinkedIn, um, but email is the best way to reach me. Great.
3: Um, digitally, I mean, you know, I, I know I was kind of ragging on LinkedIn before, but you can find me there. Um, but honestly is you know we try to be pretty visible and and engaged in in the in the in the in the uh startup and entrepreneurial and technical community um you know so honestly if you wanna find me, I would say find me in an event and talk to me um you know we we hosted the open innovation forum or workshop or whatever we call it i forget the open innovation event together with you guys a couple of weeks ago you know next week we'll be hosting um the uh um uh Pittsburgh something together with Pittsburgh Entrepreneur Forum we did that uh, we have done that before um so you know we're we're out and about where we're hosting stuff at our place you know come and meet us come and say hi right I mean you know we're we're, we're in the strip district we're really proud of our facility there um a brewery just opened up you know across Ooh. the street from us right mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah so I mean I would say you know the best way to talk to me is to I know it's kind of old school analog but you know myself a member of my team we, we try to be out there yeah right
0: that's great. Listen, from, from two community-focused folks. Yeah, we're we are, at every event all the time. Exactly. That is certainly one of the best ways, I think, to find people. And yeah, I mean, we, we, we're we all getting bogged down with email these days, I think. So the terrible. The personal kind of touch point of, oh, I met you at this event is, is really valuable. And for us, I know it, it helps kind of move the needle and move the conversation forward. And I've often often have cornered people at events asking them to support something we're doing. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> you do what you got to do to get the job done, right? But anyway, well, thank you both for joining us. It's a great episode. We really enjoyed learning more about IW's corporate innovation program and our great, wonderful history working with Bosch. We, uh, we hope you both will, will continue to listen to episodes. And for all of our listeners out there, uh, keep innovating something great and enjoy that caffeine.
1: InnovationWorks is the southwestern Pennsylvania Ben Franklin technology partner. Music created by Ethan Ziegler, Startable alum. Special thanks to our season two producer, Sidekick Media Services.